0: This is Analog Spectrum. These guys know exactly what Willis was talking about. All right, uh, we are back. This is Analog Spectrum. Tony talking to you, and I'm here with Doug. Yes, sir. And uh, and we are going to continue uh, off our last podcast and talk more about movies now. We're gonna do something we did uh, a while ago, uh, where we did a Rockwell Welch uh, kind of what would you call that? A trifecta. Yeah, where we talked about where we uh, revisiting Rockwell Welch. Now, right after we did that. Uh, uh, Rocka Welch passed away, God rest her soul mm-hmm. Rest in peace Rocka Welch mm-hmm. I'm hoping this isn't some sort of like weird yeah, thing If
1: this happens again, we're out We're not yeah, doing, we're this, not doing anymore. this anymore
0: I don't do... know,
1: no, wait a minute We can, We got some people we could pick to Oh review. lord, do we want to court this? No, let's not do
0: this So today, we are going to talk about John Cusack Johnny Cusack <laughs> I'm very excited about John Cusack Because yeah. I, 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 I got such mixed feelings about this yeah, man yes. And uh And what we decided to do, there's a lot of D's in there, probably too many. What we decided to do is pick a movie from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and then uh, a very recent movie. So uh, the three movies we picked were uh, Better Off Dead, Mm -hmm. and that was the 80s, like 85, I think. Yeah, I think it was 85. And then uh, Gross Point Blank. Yep, 90s. Right, and... The last one was uh, never, never, grow, old. never Grow Old, 2019, okay? And uh, yeah, John Cusack, before we even start getting into this, uh, uh, one of my favorite actors. Uh, I, I really like John
1: Cusack. Well, you know, it's funny. Until Until this project, I would have said the same thing. Really? Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm, looking
0: forward to, I'm looking forward to drilling down into that. Uh, so, just like we did with uh, Rocco Welch, let's kind of just, uh, and, we, and a lot of times we get, get, if you haven't seen him, spoiler alert, obviously, especially for uh, Never Grow Old, because that's a, a most recent movie. The other ones, if you haven't yeah. seen him, I don't know what your problem is. Yeah, exactly. So, Come uh, on, man. But, starting with Better Off Dead, he was a young individual. He was probably, uh, you know, honestly, he's a year older than me. He's 56 right mm-hmm. now. And uh, so, that would probably have made him right around 19 years old. But he played, played a teenager in high school, maybe 16 or something like that, mm-hmm. 16, 17. And, uh it was I forget the the uh, the guy who who did it, but I think his name was like S- S- uh, Savage Steve Hammond or something.
1: Savage, yeah, something, yeah, something like that. that yeah. You
0: know, who wrote it and and uh, he did a couple other movies. Uh, and, and before we did this, because both Doug and I were familiar with this movie before we came up with this, this is a movie that I think is terrible and great at the same time. That's what I would say okay. about this.
1: I'll say the, uh, there's only one aspect of this movie that I thought was terrible, and that was the editing.
0: Sure, a lot, some of, some of the jokes didn't land to me. That that was a big thing. There's a lot of jokes. That yeah, thought, but that, that happens stupid. in all
1: movies, in my in my opinion. But I I didn't like the edit at all. And it's it, it seemed like, and if you've ever done editing, you have a lot of material, right? And you get to select how to tell the story, right? And to me, they literally just jammed a couple scenes together a few times in this film. I'm like, did you guys not get the coverage that you needed to make this a little more seamless, or you know, so. But that was it. That's my only criticism, though, in terms of, like, why I didn't think it was good. But everything else I liked about the movie.
0: Well, on the verge of being nitpicky, like, like uh, there's barely a story here. You know, that's that's uh, one thing about this movie. It's just...
1: What are you talking about? It's, uh, it's um, I don't know, two months, three months in the life of a high school student?
0: <laughs> Honestly, the story is uh, he gets dumped. You know, he find, you know, boy loses girl, girl uh, boy meets girl, that kind of story. That's all this Yeah, is. yeah,
1: okay. But, and, yeah, so, whatever. I didn't say it was complicated, but no, there's and, a story and, there. And, there's and, there's and, a
0: and, beginning and a middle and an end. Sure. Okay. And, and, and the individual Patronize who wrote me. this. I'm <laughs> coming I'm over there. I love patronizing it's a good thing we're doing this no, in person. That's no, it. You're going to see some I think, honestly, we probably reached the same I, conclusion yeah, that we probably. like this movie. Yeah, this great. Yeah, yeah, So, it's an and But whoever wrote it, the guy, he... He just like put together like, again, like a series of, uh, of, of like these kind of insane things, you know, like, like the, the $2 bicycle, the, get paper kid. Boy. Yeah, the paper boy, it. that's classic. Sure. No, it's fine. Don't get me wrong. I laughed.
1: I want my $2.
0: I laughed. Okay. I want but, my $2. But it, it it was meant to be, you know, uh, you know, like that whole airplane, <clears throat> uh, you know, a hot shots kind of thing where right. it was just like, this is zany, crazy, Mm-hmm. uh, And and I will say, if it wasn't for uh, John Cusack, uh, I wouldn't. If it had been some other, just
1: yeah, he he was definitely the anchor in this for sure. Yeah, Yeah, he was. uh, It's funny though, because we're gonna talk about other movies, and I guess we'll get back to this. But he he perfected that character that he played in this. Right. Probably during the filming of this, I would guess. Yeah. I don't know uh, what's his second movie or third movie, maybe or something. I don't know Uh if he had little cameos or something, but. As far as like being that that neurotic, self-reflecting right. uh, character, I, I think he perfected it in this. And he's played it many times afterwards really, really well.
0: He uh, – one of the first movies I ever remember him being in, and it was uh, – uh, it predated this, uh, was uh, was uh, uh, Sixteen Candles. Yeah. You, you know, the whole uh, Farmer Ted character that was played by uh, – I can't, can't remember the actor's name. Mm-hmm. It'll come to me three name three name guy three name uh, guy yeah so you know but uh he uh uh, uh he played one of the, the friends of farmer ted and he took the girl in the rolls royce to their house so they could take a picture of him with the the cheerleader uh and uh he uh one of my favorite lines in that whole movie was delivered by By John Cusack, because he's got the Polaroid camera on a tripod, which was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And right before he takes it, he goes, oh, 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 black and white would capture the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was so ridiculous, man. But
1: But that's the kind of of line that John Cusack does perfectly. He does great. Yes. Yeah, he does great. Exactly. Real quippy, real fast, sharp. Witty, humor.
0: And uh and, and just a great actor. And
1: silly, you know, yeah. that's the huge, huge layer of silliness involved. Which of course this movie, I mean, come on, man. There's like Van Halen animated sequences in here, so it's yeah, yeah with the hamburgers yeah. and yeah. stuff like so that. That's awesome. yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous, So
0: but uh but anyway, uh so uh and, and a few things I thought were kind of interesting in this was uh is how how lightly they took suicide. The whole, yeah. the whole concept of this movie. Yeah, he's trying to gas yeah, himself. Is better off dead. Yeah. He, a girl dumps him, and uh, his life is over. His life is over, yeah. so he decides he's going to kill himself. Yeah, and so there's all these scenes in here of him uh, wanting to kill himself, which was just crazy, mm. you know, to me that they they were totally fine with it. Well, I mean, yeah, they had a
1: sense of humor. I mean, it's like it's don't, don't you oh. can you can joke about anything.
0: Yeah, back then, and and yep. uh, like I said, I'm not. I, I don't, but I just said, it's not, it's not a criticism yeah, because, yeah, I, understand. Uh, because uh, I actually appreciate it. Yeah. A, it was pretty uh, funny. Yeah. So, so he had a, you know, so the girl dumped him. He, uh, you know, he goes through all these things and there was things in there that I thought were just, I knew that you would appreciate. One thing I really uh, thought was, was, uh, funny was that he had the car in the driveway and, uh, and oh, well, let's just kind of play it out real quick. And I, and I don't want to go too much into the plot because, but again, he, he, uh, the girl dumps him. He has a next door neighbor. The next door neighbor, which by the way was oh, very Ricky. funny. Ricky, 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 and the uh, mom oh, were the hilarious. Mom. Oh my god! Um, yes, so the, yes. <laughs> the mom was amazing. Yes, and, she was. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, so so they and and like a movie couldn't get made today. What they do is they get a French exchange student to come in, so Ricky can have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what it comes down to. And uh, so so they. Uh, Monique. Yeah, Monique. Monique. My, favorite, my favorite thing is Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Do you not know have Christmas in France? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so. gives her a picture of Ricky. Oh, uh, for Christmas. Uh, that, that was great. Pay. Yeah. So, Girl breaks up with him, but he over time forms a relationship with, uh, with Monique, right? Right. And, uh, yeah.
1: But a healthy, respectful yeah, yeah, yeah. relationship, right? Yeah, they, so, they, yeah. They, yeah
0: exactly. So, so that's
1: the story arc. You know, he's, yep. he's learned his lesson now. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what I thought was, um, it struck me, because I haven't seen this movie in many, many moons, right. uh, and I watched it again for this podcast. And what struck me is how, and, and this was definitely a choice by the directors, how long they let Monique's character go before she spoke. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was silent and she spoke French a couple of times um, throughout, but then it was, I would say it was just about more than halfway through the film before she ever spoke English. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting because she was really, really just a, a fly on the wall kind of character. Right. But um, but she, of course she turned out to be a pivotal Uh, You know, the character in the film turned out to be pivotal. But yeah, I mean, there's so, so, so many good things about this movie. The Japanese guys that he raced, that that learned to talk from Howard Cosell, that was freaking awesome. One Lane Meyer, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the once great,
1: now diminished. A tapestry
0: of confusion. Yeah, yeah so, It's freaking
1: great. Man. Yeah, that he was learned, awesome.
0: they, they learned <laughs> they, yeah, one learned, the, the one, the the brother that wrote in the pad, they were drag racing, these kids, these two yeah. Japanese guys all the way. And they were actually dressed in the... Uh, the gold coast yeah, of, 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 yeah. of wild world sports. And yeah. the, the, the guy wrote in the passenger seat who was Japanese learned English from, uh, from watching wild, wild, world, wild world sports. 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 Yeah. And yeah. that was, amazing. that was funny. Yeah. So but yeah.
1: And the other thing I thought was, I mean, whatever, this is all, it's a fun movie, but he had this, this 68 Camaro stuffed underneath a, a tarp on the driveway that hadn't run forever. And then, uh, of course, Monique helps him fix it. And, uh, when they finally take it out for a spin, it is the most gorgeous '68 Camaro. Oh yeah. like you, you paid two hundred bucks for that bucks. car. I was, yeah, was Two hundred you Oh sure, two hundred
0: dollars for the tires, dude. I know. It is, that like, <laughs> yes, that was amazing. But anyway, yeah. So. so that was that was cool. That was a great car. Yes. I was
1: telling my wife because she watched that with me, and I was like, "Yep, that was my dream car when I was a kid, man." Everybody's. Yeah. 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 It's funny because it's not anymore, but that's a whole another. That's a whole another
0: podcast. Sure. Yeah. When you had. Was, well, yours was. I had a sixty-seven.
1: Okay. Yeah, I yeah, sixty-seven. But anyway, um, yeah. So there was a lot of there was a lot of things about this movie I liked. I really did, and you yeah. know, the, and I liked the kid that the the, the two-dollar the recurring two-dollar joke. It, it was just a paperboy. I,
0: I would even say you know, like they they made they've made those movies that are like uh, you know not another teen comedy that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I would even go as far as to say that uh, that they that uh, that this is similar to that that there was all those kind of teen comedies teen romance all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and this was almost kind of a a a, a, a it's like yeah, yeah, like it
1: was like foundational yeah yeah like it was like a
0: farce of those yeah. I, like I said probably if I was only going to make one criticism I would say that that uh, it uh, it kind of didn't it didn't go all the way with that because it but, mm-hmm. but, but it but you had John Cusack right but so, I think
1: that's why though right because it didn't go total slapstick John Cusack he's his humor is not slapstick right it's somewhat sophisticated and sharp and and witty rather than just slapsticky right right and so I don't think I don't think that airplane style would have worked well with this movie although they did have a little bit of it in there um, yeah that you know when, when the, the the hamburger shop owner, made him wear the stupid pig hat and then he, you know, trips out into yes, the,
0: yes, uh, yeah,
1: with the jock is oinking at him and stuff, you know yeah. that, but, uh, but well, for the it, most part, I think there was a lot of good scenes in there.
0: But yeah, there's, uh, there's, uh, all kinds of craziness. Like uh, you, going back on the, I, I just only, cause I finally got one of my documents open here. The, uh, the Howard Cosell, Japanese guys, uh, I guess uh, a study in moppishness. Yes. That was a great, <laughs> great line.
1: And I liked Booger. Oh yeah, his old counterpart. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, Do you realize this is pure snow? Yeah, if you know the street value is, of course, ridiculous. But yeah, it's
0: funny, right? That yeah. uh, actor. Who is that actor? That's uh oh Curtis Armstrong. That's yeah. who that is. Okay, but uh, good movie. Like I said, a scale of one to ten. I don't know, just seven maybe or something yeah, like that. Somewhere Six, around there. Like I'm with that. you on that one. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it wasn't.
1: It's not earth shattering, but no, it's, it's solid. It, it's just straight up entertainment, right?
0: It's straight up. If if uh, if it wasn't for. Uh, for John Cusack, oh, it'd uh, be a two. Yeah, it would be a two. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be. It wouldn't be good yeah. at all. John yeah. Cusack yeah. made that movie. <laughs> well, like, and, and I do
1: believe vice versa because I think that's the one that pushed him into stardom.
0: Yeah, or, or yeah, there there was a few like he he and, and that that I think that was probably at the tail end or at the at the front end. There was also like say anything and he, mm-hmm. he just became kind of this teen romance guy. Yeah, and uh and uh, and he grew out of it and I think that kind of kind of there was a lot of th- reasons why his career because if you think about him now his career is kind of in you know in this just like below the surface you don't yeah. there's there he's I call like,
1: that dead but whatever yeah, yeah.
0: well yeah and uh, but I don't know but we, can, we we maybe we'll get into that yeah, a little bit but, I think we might yes uh, but
1: uh, Okay, so second but,
0: movie. Oh, real quick, a okay, couple wait. of things. I love my favorite, my favorite line is, you know, "Gee, I'm real sorry that your mom blew up Ricky." Oh, yeah. well, that was amazing cause, because because uh, they were and, and like I said, there was just all this ridiculousness. <laughs> I didn't know if the jokes were kind of landing or not, but like his mom was a terrible cook. There's a scene where she boils bacon. I didn't think that was funny. No, But yeah. it, that was ridiculous. Uh, I thought the but was, the mom
1: character was funny. Yeah, she was. She was, was, was that's just a total cartoon character. You're right. And, if
0: you take if you take the mom
1: from um a christmas story right and and amplify her mm-hmm. but that's what this mom was like in my opinion
0: yes and yeah. uh and uh but they invited the neighbors over and they were celebrating the fact that this french uh uh student was there and so she had made all uh, all the french oh, yeah. food she could think of and it was like french know, fries french <laughs> dressing and <laughs> and peru <laughs> French, it's a French bread and uh, <laughs> and John Cusack, in an effort to kill himself, um, was going to light himself on fire. He was going to drink kerosene or something. Oh yeah. no,
1: he saw that he saw the the newspaper article of the monk who burned right. himself on the street. <laughs> yeah. you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And uh,
0: and and he uh, uh yeah, so he he uh brought the kerosene in because he was going to douse himself in Ricky's mom pick up the kerosene and drank it because she thought it was like liquor, mm. you know? And, of course, she lit herself on fire and blew her face off. So yeah. thank you very much for yeah. that.
1: Well, I Which I also thought was a great, the rest of the story, she had this big cast on her jaw. Yeah. Which was freaking funny. It just made her funnier, dude, when she's...
0: <laughs> like, Ricky, like I Ricky. said, the, the whole John Cusack thing, like uh, like uh, she comes out and she's like, uh, he's like, but uh, she doesn't speak any English. And this this would not have landed if it wasn't for John Cusack. Mm. Where uh, and, and and the mom goes, uh, and she's just so abrasive, but in the best possible way. And she says, "Well, she doesn't speak English, but they speak. She they, she speaks the international language." And uh, John Cusack, what? And she goes, the "International language, the language, language of, lo- of love, the language of love." And John Cusack goes, "Her, him? Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so sarcastic, man. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, just yeah. just amazing, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, overall, yeah, it's a great, it's a great one,
0: amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. but, but, like I said, uh, uh, nothing particularly outstanding about it or anything like that, though. But a good one to start with. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so, what, what did you think of? Okay, so moving on to gross. Yeah, point Yeah, gross point blank.
1: Uh, I, I, second. Well, maybe even third time I've seen this one. Um I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was uh it was I I liked it because it was still John Cusack but in a little bit more of a um a little bit more of a layered role like so he was not just that simple one-dimensional character he had a little bit more to him he was still neurotic as hell he was still self-obsessed um insecure and all that sort of stuff but right. he also had this layer of professionalism cuz he plays a hitman self-employed uh hitman and his sister which i find oh. interesting Joan um was he played his secretary in this which um which i thought was good but yeah he's a He's a he's a hitman, and he's kind of uh, perfected his craft, and he's real good at it. And right. um, he gets invited to his high school reunion, ten year right. high school reunion.
0: He uh, disappeared the day he graduated high, high school. Didn't yeah. go to his prom. But right. Stood up his date on prom our uh, yeah, yeah, prom, prom night. Yeah. Uh, disappeared. Uh, and then it shows up 10 years later and, yeah. and he's and he's a and, and, here's,
1: and, and here's the thing like so uh, i've been in script development meetings before right. right when you're like oh i got an idea oh i got an idea and you know whatever and you kick stuff around and this one it always struck true to me from the very heart of the beginning of mm-hmm. of what that probably sounded like is like what happens if you go back to your high school reunion and this guy's a used car salesman, and this girl's a Mary Kay dealer, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And what if you're an assassin? Right. Oh yeah, and then you can you can play it, with that idea, and, yeah. that's, and that's what they did, I think, to this. And and I, you know, again, I thought that was a cool idea, just as a, a nugget, a kernel of an idea yeah. for a movie.
0: I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and just throw this out here. Uh, uh, one of my one of my favorite movies, Gross Point <laughs> Blank, is one of my favorite movies. Okay. I, I would easily. say... I didn't know that. Yeah, I would easily say it's a. Uh, it's a uh, John Cusack's best movie. That's my opinion. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'd have I, to watch say anything again because it's been a while since I've seen that one. But. I would have to
0: watch it again too. But I think he's great in that. Yeah, that was, But, was, but yeah. this one had a, a lot of balance, and, mm-hmm. and this. And, and to your point, to me, the story is uh, amazing. I thought every supporting character. I thought like the mini driver character oh, was she amazing,
1: freaking great. I, I thought, man. I, thought
0: the, I thought the the dialogue was insanely tight. Mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, I I I had actually heard the uh the uh uh kind of the theory that this is somewhat of a sequel/spiritual slash uh, spiritual successor to uh to uh Better Off Dead. Oh really? Yeah, like in other words like, but it's, clearly it's not, but I don't you buy think it, yeah. yeah, but you think about it. It's supposed to be about a kid in high school and uh-huh. and then he comes back 10 years later. Mm. But uh okay. yeah, I mean for, for what it's worth, it's an interesting idea, yeah but, sure. yeah. but uh but uh with that said, uh yeah, you know, he's the dialogue super tight. Dan Aykroyd is amazing. Dan Aykroyd comp- is
1: funny as shit, com- man. Competing,
0: a competing hitman. And... Uh, and- and I love the fact that people ask him what he what he's done or what he's doing, yeah. and sometimes he just kind of dances around it. But then he'll just say, "I'm an assassin." Yeah, and people are like, and it just seems like such it, a yeah. Re-
1: it's coming out of him. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's like, a joke.
0: I was, Like the father of, of Mini drivers character says, "Oh, it's a growth industry." You yeah, know? it's a growth industry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but but yeah, uh, good for you. I Ooh.
1: loved those scenes where mm-hmm. him and Dan Aykroyd are both like just about to shoot each other. You yes. know, they're just like back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth. Right. Uh, just on edge. And, yeah. And uh, and the,
0: uh and and uh and so Dan Aykroyd is is uh he's
1: getting on like an assassins union a, a together. guild yeah, yeah like a guild, an assassin's yeah.
0: guild, Guild uh, union together because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of overlap yeah and uh in, in the opening in the opening scene you know right out of the gate it's not a surprise you're, you're introduced to to uh, Martin whose last name is blank you know gross point blank right. uh who uh you're introduced to him and and uh uh he's assassinating somebody but he's assassinating somebody to keep that assassin from assassinating somebody, and then uh, and it's, so a he, it's a counter assassination. It's a counter assassination, but then Dan Aykroyd's character assassinates the guy he's supposed to be protecting by assassinating. So it's this kind of, yeah. and so Dan Aykroyd's like, we got we got to stop this, we you got to stop
1: all this overlap, all yeah. this
0: overlap, you know, all this com- competition, you know. That way, Dan Aykroyd's character says, "Work less, make more," mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But and also because this happens, and because of other things that happen. Uh, you know he finds himself having having to assassinate somebody to pay back this somewhat foiled attempt. Yeah, a couple of jobs go wrong. There's actually another one that goes wrong too. Right. Even before we get to to uh, Detroit, right, which is where the re- right. reunion takes place. Anyway, blah blah blah. Uh, but uh, but gosh, yeah, I just feel like and also uh, uh, John Cusack, good action. His yeah. fight scenes are very good. Yeah, and, yeah, agreed. Yeah, and 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 uh, so. Uh,
1: I think you come into the one part of the movie that I didn't like. Which is? The German guy. Oh. Was he guy. German? Czech, yeah. whatever he was. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, dude. Every time you saw that guy in a movie in the eighties or nineties, you're like, Oh, okay. He's an assassin. He's, he's in a mafia, assassin, whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was almost meant to be over the top with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh you know, he walked in there and uh he wants to. I can't remember what he said exactly, but he but he's trying to follow Martin. Who's he's trying to assassinate Martin? He follows him into the reunion, and all that is done so well.
1: Yeah, that was all good. The I fight was, was good. Yeah. Well, even
0: even the reunion and oh, the
1: reunion was great.
0: Yeah. And the only thing I uh, I, I was almost like struggling with now. It was like the ten year reunion, and to me, ten years is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like a ten year reunion. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But I thought uh, Jeremy Piven was great. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody just really did really well in their roles. Yep. Like I, I texted you to that thing where he's talking about his father and his, his father and his mother got divorced and he made the comment like, Yeah, he shacked up with some uh, some woman who's a biscuit older than me and I just thought that was a great Yeah, line. that one's
1: that one's slung by me too he, quick. I don't yeah, think I thought that one. And
0: uh, he uh and and he told him at the time, Yeah, so what are you doing? Yeah, I'm a paid I'm a I'm a hitman. And and, and he just didn't didn't even yeah. register. And then later on in the movie he helps uh, Martin. Dispose of a body of that guy. Yeah. I thought you were kidding. I thought you were kidding about that. He goes, No. <laughs> and I love that they go back to the bar at the reunion and the guy goes, Can I get you anything? And uh, and the Pippin character says, uh, Whiskey, and blank says, uh, Club Soda. And he looks at him and he's like, you're so used to this, yeah, that you're not even getting club soda. After we just soda. wrapped just, a
1: guy up in a in a in a in a, at a football banner that it, we ripped off the wall of a high school and threw him into and a furnace. Him, yeah,
0: <laughs> stuck him in the so, incinerator. So it's a dark comedy, yeah. if anybody's curious. Yeah. But it's funny. It
1: was it was a, it was really good. Very very well made, in my opinion. Right, like you said, dialogue super tight. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, you're probably right. I would say it's just probably the pinnacle of Cusack movies that I've ever seen. Yeah. And- Outside of a Hot Tub Time Machine, just saying. Just that, saying.
0: That's not a bad movie. No, I know it was pretty freaking funny. It was funny, yeah. but I tell you, uh, Cusack was funny in that. But I thought Rob Cordray was way oh, funnier. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's got some lines in there that just I can't quote the on kill. the podcast. The yeah. Kill. But uh, and also <laughs> I also thought like the FBI, the NSA agents were funny. The uh, yeah. Yeah. What was it the. Kenneth and uh, no, Kenneth Stephen, I guess, right. and uh, they were supposed to uh, to kill Cusack after after he, he kills so, the guy. Yeah, obviously. And so what ends up happening? And please, if you have stop now, you need to you know don't spoiler alert, blah blah blah. But uh, it turns out that he's trying to do a payback hit. While he goes back to the town, the girl he he dumped at uh, Mini Driver, Mini Driver uh, Debbie, uh, that he uh, that he left stood up.
1: stood up at the prom. Yep.
0: You know, they immediately immediately rekindle their the relationship. Chemistry, yeah, yeah, the chemistry is still there. The chemistry in the movie, wow, yeah, stunning, good, yeah. And uh, but he's actually been hired, unbeknownst to him, coincidentally, uh, to assassinate her father. Her Father, yeah, yeah. Who they allude to the fact that he works for a car car uh, maker, which is which is interesting. Uh,
1: again, this is a, purely a technical filmmaker kind of a thing, but. When you're introduced, so typically, if to make the story good, um, when you realize that he's supposed to kill her father, right. you had to have met her father at some point previous in the film, right? right. That's the only way it makes that that hook actually work. Right. Oftentimes, when they introduce you to that character, they give it away somehow. It's it's, it's it's pretty obvious that this is the setup, right? but they did an awesome job. You did not know. They right. hid that really well, right. so um, I could catch it probably about the second or third time that he kept picking up that red envelope and not opening it. Right, it was like okay, he's putting this off for some reason. It's gonna, it's got to be a, right. a, a stitch up somewhere, and, and it obviously it just made sense that yeah. since he had met him, but
0: yeah, and and I thought there was also all these things like where he would pick up pick up the envelope and he would say things like. Uh, Hello, there, handsome. What mm. you been up to, or something like that? Right, right, right. And so he's got all these these uh, these uh, twitches and and, and uh, what do you want to call it? Like these
1: like tells or whatever. Yes,
0: you know that he that he does these traditions that he does mm. when he's about to, to kill somebody, and and you just kind of have to pick that up from what he does, and mm. and uh, and once he finds out that it's uh, that is it, it, you know. Oh, also she. Uh, he, he at the reunion, they you know things kind of reach a, a a pinnacle with them as far as they okay they're they are going to make this work like mm-hmm. somehow just in this very brief time they know that they they're, they're still mad about each other mm-hmm. and uh, and there was that scene where he like she witnesses him with the, uh, the the high school bully and defusing the high, high school bully mm-hmm. and you know that just basically puts it over yeah. the top for her and uh, and then. He's up in the high school hallway just kind of reminiscing. He and, went to
1: his uh, old locker.
0: Yes. To, and uh, mm. and this, this assassin that had come into to the one that Doug referenced uh, comes in there. They end, up in a, uh, they end up kicking the shit out of each other. Really very violent. That pretty violent scene mm. where mm-hmm. they're, they're beating the shit out of each other. And you notice that he takes that pin mm-hmm. that the guy had given. The
1: insurance agent gave yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, he, and he shoved it in the guy's neck yeah. and killed him. And, uh, and I love how later callback, he thanks him again for the pin. Yes. Hey, thanks for the pin. Yes. So, uh, so he kills him and then mini driver, uh, Debbie witnesses that.
1: She runs around the corner and there's just standing over a bloody corpse with it. Yeah. With, with both a, of them are bloody yeah, and sweaty.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and, ev- and of course she freaks out. She does away. rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. and, uh, and so they, they come back together and, and she confronts him and, 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 Again, she's correct. He's a psychopath. Mm -hmm. He's a crazy psychopath. Anything he says, like he says, you don't seem to understand. I'm not a psychopath. I do this for money. Yes. And she's like, that's not any better. That's not any better. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite line of that whole (laughs) interchange is where she goes, uh, "You don't understand. You don't get to have me." I always love that line. Yeah. You know, and uh, and so anyway, there's the. He opens the folder. He knows he's got to go.
1: It's her dad.
0: It's her dad. Decides that he's going to do a turnaround. He, he goes, jumps ship. Yeah. Rescu- rescues the dad. Everything ends with him. Kills
1: all the assassins. All the
0: assassins. Gets in the house. Lots of good gunplay. Yep. Uh, I thought that was a great scene. Yeah.
1: Has whole... it Has the secretary burned the place down? Joan Cusack was amazing. Yep, she was. Joan... And the soundtrack was great. That nineties. Yeah, that nineties punkish. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties, so, 80s, nineties. 80s, yeah. New wave punk. Yeah, new wave punk. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and. uh uh, that, yeah, I love that soundtrack. Uh, and,
1: uh. So one out of 10, I'm thinking you're up there in the nine neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would say eight and a half.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just think that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they, they if I, I wouldn't go, go full on 10 cause they kind of forced a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh. But
1: I would lean towards 10 just cause of Mini Driver. Mini
0: Driver was amazing.
1: You know, it's funny, man. I I, I was watching. It's, it's difficult. I think. To make an actor or an actress upstage the lead character. Right. But she does it just by being on screen. Right. Like, And that's the same damn thing that Raquel was able to do. Right. She, she just had this, this vibe. I don't know. I don't know if it's the way they film it or if it's something in that. It's like a little magic, man. But she had it in that movie.
0: Yeah. She the, had it. Yeah. It's this intelligent slash zany slash cute. Slash, mm. I would like to be this. This if I was single, this mm. would be somebody I would pursue. Mm-hmm. Not annoying, yeah. You know, but and, confident,
1: but uh, also you know vulnerable, vulnerable at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was yeah. She was great.
0: Full circle. I thought like the Dan Aykroyd character was he owned that shit yeah. He, yeah. you could tell he was having a lot of he fun he was with having him. so
1: much fun yeah. it's funny because he was he was Dan Aykroyd in that I mean yeah. you know whatever they named him was for regardless yeah. he was Dan Aykroyd with that stupid Chicago accent and that, right. and that buzz cut you know right. yeah he was Dan Aykroyd that was awesome
0: I love how when he dies like he yells popcorn and popcorn he-
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, so, if you have not seen Gross Point Blank, for whatever crazy-ass reason, you need to you need to get it. Yes. Four okay. bucks on Amazon Prime.
0: You've already listened to all this. I probably should have said this at the very beginning. If you have not seen it, stop. Go watch it. <laughs> just go watch it. It is so good. Yeah, not yeah. that me
1: and Tony so We're you're going to give away. anything away. Yet. Well, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that was interesting is, uh, you know, when, when they're in the bar and the, the woman comes over and... Like, hey, she's drunk. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she knocks the drink over. That's another Cusack. That's a Cusack mm-hmm. sister. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I didn't then, know that. Yeah, and then the bartender was, was was one of his brothers.
1: Holy mackerel! I
0: didn't know that because again, I started. I was on my phone while I was yeah. watching this, and I was like, oh. huh. but well, uh, you know. but yeah. And he had a lot. Uh, John has a lot of uh, involvement in the writing and production was and his, so forth. Was so. his
1: family in Hollywood before he started all this? I have no idea. I'm just curious. if He's one of those Hollywood kids yeah. you
0: know yeah i love i mean i love Joan cusack uh, but she's so typecast yeah
1: yes. she is all the way
0: all the way yeah but a character in this i don't know the great line is when he uh when they're in the the very beginning and she's wearing that jacket and he calls her sergeant pepper yeah. It's
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty freaking funny
0: <laughs> no I, that's a, that's a movie, i wonder
1: uh, i wonder if that was improv because it know. sounds like to me that's just like a total John Cusack thing. You it's, know, a, like, it's
0: a horrible jacket. I yeah. don't know. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. Yeah, yeah I wonder so. if that was improv. That would be fun. So. I also
0: loved how everybody was terrified of him, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Like anybody around him, his secretary was terrified of him. Yeah. And he had a, a psychiatrist that, that was oh, great too, by the way. Oh, that
1: guy was amazing. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, was so, and, and, you know, and as I get older and I... I uh, it's Alan I, Arkin, right? Uh, I think I so. Think it was Alan Arkin, it, it was, yeah. it, was a, it was an Arkin. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's Alan Arkin. Uh, yeah, let me tell you, it was uh, he actually. Yeah, Alan Arkin. Yeah. So, uh, but the, there's there's this dialogue again, very sharp dialogue between these two because I guess uh, Martin and things happen off camera and 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 they're they're not explained to you. Thank you very much yes. for that, people. Yes. Give by us the way, some credit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can figure shit out. But uh, but he had gone to him, and I guess sometime in the past, Martin had re- had uh, revealed to him that he was a. A man who killed people for a living. He was an assassin, mm. and the doctor immediately was like, "I don't want to be your doctor." That's it. Yeah, yeah. you can't tell me anything. Okay, yeah, yeah. but but uh, Martin didn't give up. He's like, "No, you're my doctor." Yeah, and and uh, and he basically just intimidated Alan Arkin into continuing this relationship, and and still wanted him to give him advice. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "I can't because uh, this has become." Mm-hmm. Become, yeah, I'm
1: compromised. I'm compromised. Yeah. The
0: relationship's compromised. He goes, "Why is it compromised? Because I'm terrified of you." Yes, you know. And then, uh, and he goes, "Well, I don't think we can see each other anymore." And Martin says something like, uh, "Well, you may not want to do that because I know where you live." And I know he goes, where you "Oh, live that's yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking <laughs> that's what I'm about." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he
1: was awesome in that.
0: Yeah, all of them were, and and yep. and, and uh, John Cusack just was sitting right in it
1: yeah so this is one i did feel like that he was he was pretty much the center um and and held that center very very well until mini driver comes on screen and she just steals it from him every, I think every shot in my opinion that's uh, yeah mini driver man yep she was awesome but uh, okay so yeah if you haven't seen it go see it uh yeah. me and tony both give that one a nine eight and a half to nine yeah so go see it um moving on never, what's next never grow old never grow old give me your thoughts uh, one of the worst movies I've seen. Really? You didn't yeah. like it? I thought it was horrendous.
0: Okay, so just some background on this. This is a Western, it's a revisionist Western and and what that means is that it's not your typical John Wayne Western where, you know, cowboys are good and and all that kind of stuff. It's just a very strange movie and it's about a and and John Cusack is not the star of this, but uh but uh, I don't even know. Well, I don't no,
1: know would you call him co-star then? I mean he was he was center stage. Uh, he, he was the antagonist yeah, uh, but I mean sure. he, was, he was center stage for, uh, for, for a lot of it, but, yeah. the, but
0: the star was the guy who played the undertaker right? yeah, yeah so the Irishman. Uh, yeah. And uh, I again, I wouldn't say it was the worst. I, I, I didn't like love it, but uh, anyway, so you have this uh, undertaker in a town probably like the late 1800s, mm-hmm. mid late 1800s. Mm-hmm
1: uh were they in nevada or something weren't they no
0: okay. it was well they said they weren't going to california they, they were, were on the way to california they were on the way it to might california. have been in arizona yeah.
1: they told you in the beginning where they were i can't remember yeah. where it was. something like that west
0: some, some some you know three building town uh you know in the mountains on the way to california so it could have been like oregon i don't freaking know right. uh or northern nevada and uh, but it was very very you know uh tree you know big cedar big uh pine trees and uh, obviously at the the base of some mountain someplace. The, the whole thing was shot as muddy and rainy the whole fucking time. And, uh, uh, Emil Hirsch plays an undertaker. Uh, his name is Patrick and he's got a wife and a, two kids and, and, uh, the town they're in is, is pretty much locked down by, by the minister. Who's a this old gray haired fire and brimstone kind of guy. Mm-hmm. They've gotten rid of all oh, the prostitution, the saloons and everything in the town. Yep. No drinking, no drinking, no, no whoring, nothing like that. And through a series of events, John Cusack— You saying that
1: like it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, I just noticed that tone of your voice. am just saying. I would like In, case, in case anybody didn't catch that.
0: <laughs> I prefer think of more of a non-judgmental tone. Okay, okay. okay so uh, through a series of events, John Cusack comes to town with his— uh, His gang of two. His, yeah, his gang of two. His name is Dutch. And uh, and he's just a he's just. I do don't really think of him as a bad guy. He's just kind of more of a force of nature. You know, he just basically is like, "Hey, they don't have a they don't have a saloon." So he reopens the saloon, buys the saloon, gets whores, and everything starts going. But that, but because this individual is an undertaker, every every bad thing that John Cusack does, he profits from it because it involves killing people. And so this guy ends up in this kind of conundrum where, and plus he's he's ter- everybody's terrified of Dutch, which right. is a John Cusack character. So not only is he profiting from him, he's also being kind of manipulated by this guy. Right. Anyway, and so everything kind of plays out and. and right bad shit ensues. Yeah. There was,
1: there was a lot about this movie that I did not like. And one of those you, you touched on, which was, it was dark and rainy, uh, right. every scene, uh, just about, I mean, it's why, why they buried people in the sunlight. Right. Uh, you know, it was always sunny and bright and cheery when they were burying people, but, right. um, but yeah, that's a, that's a style choice from the, from the director and the, in the, those folks. And, I just think it was way too heavy-handed. Way, I mean, it was just way too heavy-handed. Um, the sound, I thought, was awful. And, again, this is technical stuff that I just noticed. Right. Um, if you were seeing that in the theater, it was probably sound was fine. But do you have any background noise? If people were talking, most of the time they were mumbling, Yeah. It's so quietly you couldn't really catch the dialogue. And then next thing you know, of course, horses go by and it's thunderous. Uh and yeah, maybe I could have adjusted my TV or something. I don't know, but I so I didn't find it worth it. (laughs) I really didn't. I watched
0: it with the subtitles on. Oh shit. I did.
1: Yeah. So well that says a lot. Um but anyway. Um I thought John Cusack was uh way too stiff, forced acting. It was, he was fat he was ugly, which of course kind of leans into that character of being unlikable, which I get. But again, think about, I was thinking about this the other day and just take another cowboy movie where there's a bad guy that you really don't like. Um, uh, What was that? Um, Gene Hackman in The Quick and the Dead. Okay. Vicious, ruthless guy, right? But he was also charming. He had another side to him. It's like, you know what? If you were on that guy's side, probably pretty good, you know. But well, what and, about Gene
0: Hackman and Unforgiven?
1: Um, I'd have to think about that character. Yeah, same thing though, right? Because right. he was, he was, he was multifaceted. Right. But what I was going to say is they tried to do that with the Cusack character because he said at some point, like, uh, "Hey," he, he was talking to the Undertaker, and he, he had done a couple of jobs already, and. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, would, you, would a guy like you consider being, you know, you got a wife, you got kids, all you know, okay, so he's the stand-up, mod, you know, right. family man. Would you consider being uh, friends with a guy like me? So it showed a little bit of self-awareness, right? But right. at the same time, like you said, everybody was scared of him. So that kind of like he forced himself to, 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 to force that guy to be his friend, which is not really a friend and all that weird stuff. But it was ham-fisted, man. I just thought that was, and I don't think Cusack did a good job. Right. Playing that role, maybe, maybe that's what it was meant to be, and he did a great job. But right. well, either way, I don't think it came off good at all, in, in my opinion.
0: I don't know. I think Cusack's a good actor. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't I, take that
1: away from him. But yeah, this is this I, role that he was in. Uh,
0: well, I think I think he did I think he did okay with what, what they were trying to accomplish. You know, so I I guess what I'm trying to say, maybe in a strange way, is he was believable in this role. Uh, no, see, I didn't buy that. Well, not, I, I well, to, not to at explain, all. To explain, I, okay, mean, go. I mean uh Again, I think the whole idea behind this guy was that he was just kind of this again, like a like a storm mm-hmm. coming into this town, right? Uh, you know, like Melanie and I, my wife, were talking about this. Is that he had, you know, I kept waiting for them to for him to do something with with just some modicum of redemption. Mm-hmm. Like you remember, like he hires the the uh, the the woman and her child as as hookers, so as mm-hmm. prostitutes, right? And I was waiting for him to do something there, but no, it's just that. He doesn't, he, he believes that he's in this lane. There's no God. There's no devil. You know, you have to look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no morals. Morals are bullshit. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm about making money and, and just surviving. This is my existence. I thought that whole thing with like the friendship thing. It was just his way to manipulate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, I do think he felt he wasn't alone in this world, mm-hmm. you know, but he, like, like I said, I, I keep using the analogy as a storm. He hit this; everybody reacted to him, and a lot of people reacted badly. You know, sure. and so, uh, so that was kind of the way I viewed him. Uh, but I, I did, I didn't like the character, and also the whole thing. You know, I, maybe it's maybe it's my own. You know, uh, maybe I'm just kind of projecting on this this movie. But I knew there was going to be a revenge element to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it wasn't very satisfying. Not at all. That yeah. was going
1: to be one of my complaints as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, so it just—I don't know. It just—I I, and I do think you're right on that. I think the uh, the uh, people that made this, the writers, directors, and so forth, you know, they they wanted to be symbolic and they wanted to do, and 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 uh, like the rainy, how it was all rainy and muddy yeah. and shitty, yeah. and, and you're like. Okay, I fucking get it. You know yeah. what I mean? I get that. And I guess maybe once they, they were like, okay, we committed to this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's just freaking keep going yeah, with yeah, it. You yeah, know, yeah. so. Uh, it's so- kind
1: of like I felt like that in some of the Batman movies. It's always that way. You yeah. Know? It's like, so, Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, we get it. It's dark. It's rainy. It's like <laughs> every night. <laughs> Who lives here?
0: Yeah. Gotham. Gotham is gothic. I get it. It's in the fucking name. Yeah. I get it. You yeah. know, so. No uh, shit.
1: Was this Venice? Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So. Uh, Let's talk about some of the good stuff, because uh-huh. I, I, I will bash this movie for anybody ever asking me about it. I seriously doubt, because seven people have probably seen it. Right. But um, I loved the scene when the preacher burnt down the whorehouse. That was fun. That was great. I mean, yeah. I think the, the setup was good. Right. The, the, the filming of it was great. And that shot of him with... You know, from behind with a burning the house, courthouse and people yeah. screaming and shit. And he was on his knees. I was almost like, it was almost a, a, a platoon moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where where Zach, what his name, comes out of the uh, the jungle and gets shot. That was great. Yeah. Uh, and then on the flip side of that, the revenge was like, that was terrible. That was awful. I mean, the setup was good, right? He, he, she, they showed him saving his money and then that's it. Uh, you know, you've taken my my loved one away from me. All right. I'm spending all this that I was going to spend on her, and buy a gun and get you. Um, so all the setup was good, but man, how unsatisfying could that be? Yeah.
0: Well, they've made movies like that where you know there's an individual who uh, superficial. Well, like for example, like the movie Nobody with mm. uh mm. with a uh, what's that actor's name? The I want to say Cranston, but it's the other. It's the guy. other guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a uh, he's you know he's milk toast. Yeah. But Underneath, he's a, a, a killer, right? Right, and that's what I, the vibe I was getting from this, and it kind of played into that a little bit because, because yeah, but what's,
1: he's a killer for what? Like thirty seconds, right? In the, in the, well,
0: and also, the and then say- they didn't even show you like his
1: his really uh hard side right all right. they all the only way they reveal that to you is John Cusack saying I don't see fear in your eyes no more I'm like oh Jesus that's just right. shitty dialogue sophomores write that stuff you <laughs> know what I mean like come on man again I I don't know what the what the politics and stuff are on set and all these movies but I would think if I was John Cusack and I read that, I would say to my agent, like, hey, man, give me some give me some input on <laughs> well, this dialogue well, or something, you know? Uh, and,
0: and, and it's funny because he kept saying that about the fear. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'm supposed to say that, you know, as the guy who watches this movie, I don't freaking see fear. He's pissed. Yeah. I, I don't, that guy's not afraid. Yeah. I mean, he's freaking pissed right yeah. now, you know? So I thought that was weird. Yeah. By the way, Bob Odenkirk is a nobody. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, and if you've ever him. seen that movie, yeah, it, nobody, yeah, right? It's yeah. great. And, uh, but, uh. Like you were saying, there, there's a whole play up where they, he buys like the blunderbuss because mm. I just want a gun that can kill everybody. Yeah, and uh, so he buys a blunderbuss, which I thought was kind of interesting. I yeah. guess you know, but I uh, even loaded it with nails and shit, and coins, and coins. But yeah, yeah that, those, I thought that was great. Yeah. You know, that was, was a very cool yeah. idea. Yeah, because he was going to shoot him with what the yeah, you know with the yeah. money that he was paying him. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but don't forget now.
1: So uh, how how Cusack's character was introduced to us was a bounty hunter right he went looking he woke that guy up in the middle of the night right. to find somebody's house because he was tracking that guy right and then uh all of a sudden it's opportunistic he's got this money to 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 buy the brothel like the story it took a left turn i was like wait a minute because i was waiting for for the, to me the the more believable, if you want to call it that, story would have been: he heads off and goes, finds that guy, and then right. brings him back to town and hangs him or shoots him in front of the town right. or something like that. You know what right. I mean? But th- that guy never came up again. No, I did kill him. What down in the trench
0: there? Was yes, that the same guy. That was the same guy. guy? Okay, same guy. okay. okay. so you know, that was unclear to me. Yeah, yeah, that was the same guy. I killed him, and and uh, and that uh, thought that, would be, uh, like I said, one of the reasons I did like uh, I, I did like the Cusack characters there was that. Whole speech he made to where he says like, look, this you may think this is cold blooded. Yeah,
1: but he stole from me.
0: He stole from me, and you know he's actually my friend. I thought not the worst movie I've ever seen. I would say that there is there is moments in there that I was like, well, that's a that's a, a an interesting choice, and I like what you're doing here. I, like you said, I like the, the like like the whole, getting back to the whole burning down of the saloon in the whorehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that in so many movies that kind of thing gets gets set up where you got a priest or a minister and uh and he just ends up like fading out and getting yeah. killed no
1: this dude was righteous, all the, was through, righteous man. all the way this guy was
0: righteous all the way he was sick by how, by, by, yeah. by what had transpired he was not a good person either yes he was a bad person too so, well but, they
1: made that pretty clear from the beginning so. yes
0: you know they, they, they you know they were I wouldn't say they're necessarily polar opposites but he definitely was was uh was uh, you know, not okay with what was transpiring, mm. but rather just like stumbling into the saloon and getting shot. Mm. No, he freaking brought down the, the wrath. He did. Yeah. He so, did. Yeah. So. But, uh, but yeah, so, so I, I thought there was moments in there that I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is okay. You know, uh, but it really wasn't a Cusack, uh, uh, Cusack movie. It was that Emil Hirsch, the, the uh, mm. Pat was mm. the, uh, the main character in this. And I thought yeah, that,
1: he was pretty good. I actually, yeah, good. I, you know, no. t- as a, he uh, was a likable character yeah. and you know, all of that. Oh, I, yeah. I,
0: I, had, I got his trauma, you know yeah. what I mean? I kind of yeah. got what he was going through. I mean, it was, they made it painfully clear uh, about all the, you know, like he had, he, again, he was stuck in the, in this really weird middle place and, right. and he got dragged into it. It wasn't his right. choice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because again, the, the, but what made it so interesting was that uh, he was profiting from, from pure, this, the, the, pure evil that was the Cusack character. right? And, uh, and he wasn't hating it from the get-go. And, and that was another thing, too, that you kind of, again, they, they did a lot of projecting in here. But you also got the idea that that uh, he wasn't always a good guy, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, and he was kind of okay with it to a certain extent because he was mm-hmm. making money. Mm-hmm. He even pulled the money, like the, the, when he shot the sheriff and uh, Cusack threw the, mo- the money in the... Street, he still picked it
1: up, yeah. But that's the money he put in the shotgun at Probably the end so. to kill the guy because it was muddy still. Oh, was it really? I yeah, yeah, the muddy part, that right. was so the rest of the money he, he, he had in his little tin, and that's what he used to buy the shotgun, right? And, and then that muddy stuff is what he, he shot him with his own money,
0: yeah. So you're saying, uh, yeah, yeah like I said, I don't know, I, I don't it know was a little it,
1: cliche, but whatever. No, I mean, no, you know, I, yeah. I mean,
0: as far as like uh, ranking this movie, you know.
1: well, uh, let me just say this I would watch this before I watch MASH. <laughs>
0: But barely. <laughs> so, I'd, I'm just saying. I would watch this before I listen to one half a police song. <laughs> but no, it was it was it was a, a hour and a half. So yeah, uh, I give it like maybe four or five. Oof, uh,
1: three at the most. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, with that said, mm-hmm. one of the reasons I picked this movie mm-hmm. was it's hard to find a current Cusack movie. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and this was and I it was a western and I I picked it. Neither one yeah. had seen it. Yeah. And uh and. So, Cusack, interestingly, I just always felt that he was kind of the, had the potential to be the next big thing, but he he never became. See, I
1: never saw him as that. I always saw him as that middle ground kind of guy. You know, he was never going to be a a Tom Cruise or one of those. I I always saw him as that. Just a solid, uh, you know, dependable guy that makes good movies, but never, no, he's not Robert Redford. You know, he's not one of those. That's how I saw, I saw him.
0: Well, I don't know, I think I think it's it, it, i I agree with that in retrospect. You know, at the time I thought he was funny. Also again, when I first saw Gross Point Blank, I thought, Oh my gosh, this is potential breakout. It's mm. it's and it did okay. I looked at the box office and it did mm. great. You know what you know, I, I, I as far as maybe a similar actor would be somebody like uh, Jason Bateman, you know, has mm-hmm. the ability to kind of be the, the straight guy but very you know, but able mm-hmm. to deliver a funny line. Mm-hmm.
1: But, but uh, the same way, like he's never gonna be like top bill no you know summer blockbuster movie he's just not that actor yeah, he's just I mean, not that guy
0: but I mean like Jason Bateman will make a, a, a comedy that does okay like, yeah. like Horrible Bosses he has a great career and, absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, no I agree he's not yep. no, no yep. I, I agree with you I think what I'm I think we're <laughs> agreeing is that I don't, uh, 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 John Cusack's never gonna be Tom Cruise right of course nobody is but uh, right Especially nowadays.
1: Yeah. Everybody's taller than him.
0: <laughs> I had to throw it in there. I had to throw it in there, little yeah. Tommy. Everybody's taller. Nobody's bigger. Yeah, it's true. Right? That is true, but, unfortunately. Uh, yeah.
1: But I like Tom Cruise. So do I. Okay. So but do I. I'm not bagging on Tom Cruise. Said unfortunately. Him. Well, whatever. It's, okay. It's, I think he's a little egotistical and whatever. Oh, of but, course he is, thank yeah. God. Yeah.
0: Honestly, I, it, we go back on Maverick. Maverick wouldn't have been what Maverick was if he wasn't egotistical. They would have made Maverick have to be like a freaking simp. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well. But uh, but I like having a nice, strong, uh, you know, hero in a movie, especially nowadays. But, uh, mm-hmm. but, but with that I think John Cusack, getting back on John Cusack, I think he is an expert at career suicide. That's what I think. Oh, Cusack. Yeah, so. Uh, well, well,
1: this, this last movie kind of well, what I mean makes that, me think that you're right.
0: Well, in Hollywood, he, he called uh, Hollywood a whorehouse. Uh, in an mm-hmm. interview not too long ago, and and he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, also he uh, he chooses roles, you know, that are that are intentionally like kind of art house or mm-hmm. outside outside the system, right. you know. Right. And also he is very political, and sometimes that political kind of is in is in parallel with what's going on in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's against right what's going on in Hollywood. I think the whole Harvey Weinstein thing and all that kind of uh, really pushed him out. Not, not, that he, uh, he wasn't. I don't think he was involved in that. But I think, I think the fact that it even happened uh, probably turned him off, and a lot of people like him. Sure. Yeah. So.
1: Which is we're suffering the consequences of now in terms of entertainment. Yeah. We're 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 getting shit. Yes. The scumbags have have taken over, and well, that's that's the movies that we're getting.
0: Well, oh man, we can't. Boy, what, that, that's, that's a, a whole that, other podcast. A whole other podcast yeah. about that is that I think. Uh, it's so interesting that everybody, you know, before Harvey Weinstein happened, everybody was preaching to us, and then, uh, and then Harvey Weinstein happened, and all those people, that, a lot of people were were both literally and figuratively in bed with Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. and then they kick him out. And they're like, now we're really righteous, you know, and so we see a lot of uh, a lot of righteousness come out of Hollywood, right. uh, and it's it just seems very, you know, you know, a lot of misplaced virtue. It's yes, difficult to watch, but yeah. That's kind of where we are with that. but Yeah. But, uh, but well, yeah. Well, overall,
1: uh, you know, John Cusack's always one of those guys that's at the top of my list for for fun, favorite actors to watch. Yeah. His name pops up on the bill. Uh, chances are I'll still go see it. Um, yeah. I just don't think this this last one we watched was very good.
0: Um, regrettably, I wish there was a better one. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you look at him on Internet Movie Database and he either, but, makes, yeah. either makes garbage or nothing
1: right now I, I mean maybe he maybe he takes the smart road and doesn't go the road of Nicolas cage and blow all of his cash and then he has to do crappy movies maybe yeah. he's smart enough or he saved enough money where he can not go be a waiter
0: i tell you what you do look a little bit like what he's made and it is a little bit Nicolas cage light what i mean mm-hmm. by that a lot of direct-to-dvd kind of stuff mm-hmm. a lot of direct streaming now mm-hmm. uh the nice thing about Nicolas Cage, and maybe I'll do a Nicolas Cage thing, but, but we'd have to watch 18 movies. That's true. Uh, he does a lot of shit, and then every now and again, like one of those yeah. like, shit movies, you're like, wow. He does was, one
1: that's like National Treasure.
0: Or, or, or like Mandy, which yep. was crazy, mm. you know, which was a good movie, recent uh, recent good movie, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but anyway, Cusack. Cusack, yep. Better Off dad. thumbs up. Crosspoint blank. Point
1: blank. Two def- thumbs up. Two thumbs up. For sure.
0: And uh, never grow old. Yeah, definitely two thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, just.
1: I'll yeah. give it two thumbs. You can yeah. give however many you yeah, want. but my, I, both of mine are going down. I, I'll, I'll
0: give it a. I'll give it a face palm <laughs> and, and kind of like a wiggly hand. Oh man. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So, You're more
1: generous than me. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I'm not going to ever watch it again. Okay. I will tell you that. Says enough. Yeah, and I definitely won't won't recommend it. I didn't, you know, I didn't hate it, didn't like it. It was just, I want my
1: $4 back. (laughs) uh,
0: Give me my $2. (laughs) That's it. All right, on Uh, that note. uh, On that note, see Uh, you next time. I'm
1: not sure what we're talking about, but I'm sure it's going to be riveting.
0: uh, Very much so. Everybody have a great day. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. As always, it means a ton to both me and Doug that you took time to listen to our show. We enjoy making these things, but we get a massive kick out of knowing we have a few friends hearing what we have to say. This is about the fourth outro I've done, so let's keep it short. Please subscribe, share, and if you like what you're hearing, give us a top-notch five-star review. Finally, feel free to email us, Facebook message us, or tweet at us. We love feedback and criticism, as long as it's constructive, and we're always interested in new show ideas. Well, that's all I have for now. The shows will keep coming, I promise you that. Thanks again for hanging out with me and all of us at Analog Spectrum. We'll see you again soon.